Hello, and welcome to At Night We Roll. I wanted to just do a bit of a pre-ramble here before we get into the next episode. Uh, we're going to be starting this new series for a D&D 5e one-shot. Uh, it's going to be a multi-part series, and we're going to be playing a pre-made module called It's a Zoo in There. And it's by Paul Metzger. It is available online on the DMs Guild. Uh, this module is set in the city of Waterdeep, and it's going to be DM'd by our very own Dylan. So if you haven't listened already, there is a bonus episode out for this one-shot, uh, and it involves our character creation. I would definitely recommend checking it out. You will get an insight to our kind of creative process and uh, how we developed some of the ideas for our characters. We also go into a bit of a backstory about, uh, you know, how we came to the city of Waterdeep. And we did that by designing this pirate ship, and it's called the Orphanage. This pirate ship you know, in addition to doing just basic piracy, it also collects unwanted children. Uh, and it trains them, obviously, in the ways of piracy, it's sailing the shores of the Broken Coast. Um, so our characters are going to be orphans on this pirate ship. I mean, we've been on it for some time, and we're all recently of age where the captain has granted us a bit of uh, shore leave. The pirate ship has docked the city of Waterdeep, and so our adventuring group is, you know, leaving the ship and kind of exploring the city of Waterdeep. And that's what's going to be starting uh, this adventure. So sit back, relax, enjoy, and this is It's a Zoo in There. Welcome to At Night We Roll. We are an RPG podcast with actual plays and roundtable discussions. This is Jeremy. I'm Cam. Uh, I'm Dylan. Josh. Just Josh. Just Josh. <laughs> I'm Kayla. And thanks for tuning in to this episode of At Night We Roll. Should we uh, should we go through our characters? Yeah. Before uh, we start, I would like you all to uh, we'll go round table and introduce yourselves, um, describe yourselves, and kind of give a little bit of a backstory to our listeners. But we're not going full deep into the backstory, are we? Are no, we? no, no. Just give it a, a tidbit. Okay. You know, just just the tip of the iceberg. Oh well, I'll just put this bump down. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I'm I'm playing Tum. He's an adolescent of the Red Tiger tribe in the Silver Marches of Faerun. Uh, men of the tribe have been strictly, are they're strictly hunters and left the gathering and trading to the weak children and the elderly as well. They're pretty suspicious of magic and uh, he comes from this Red Tiger tribe where they're known for hunting with basically hunting unaided. Uh, and it's the true test of a man to be uh, able to take down your prey unaided without tools or, or weaponry and that sort of thing. The only weapons they do uh, apparently use are this thing called the three-pronged tiger claws. Uh, and they basically, it's like brass knuckles, but with tiger claws instead. Tum was not a hunter and not a warrior of any kind. And he would basically be the mule for his family, uh, have to carry all of their belongings when they migrated. And, you know, Tom is uh, more girth than height. He's more weight than a horse could carry. And he leaves imprints in the earth wherever he walks. He's very susceptible to words. He can be hurt by them. And he does not like violence. So he's not a barbarian by choice. Uh, and he's not a Goliath by any means except for the sense of a description. And so 
he basically will find that he only injures the enemy purely from just trying to cower. And he's so unwieldy that his actions are unpredictable and that uh, he's so large, just a haphazardly swing of his arm can crush a human being. And that's kind of what gets him to be considered a barbarian is that sometimes he will get mad. Um, <laughs> but for the most part, he's just trying to defend himself. And if you get in the way of him defending himself, Humans God help crushed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know in the full backstory, it's like he just swung his hand to stop someone from hitting him. And he just like broke the person in half. Um, he's a big boy. Yeah. So he, he probably, I imagine, is trying to fit clothing on that doesn't quite fit. And it's just big belly exposed. And he's pretty young. Uh, his most notable feature is the earrings that he wears, which is the three-pronged tiger claws that they don't fit in his hands because his hands are so big. So he just wears them as earrings. So he's got brass knuckle earrings? Mm-hmm. That's dank. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like that a lot. How yeah. big is he? Well, I mean, his... Nine, four. Yeah. <laughs> five, uh, sixty. <laughs> You know, actually, he's, well, he's wider than he is tall, right? So he's actually only six feet tall, but he's six feet feet wide. wide. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, so we'll see what happens. How do you get through doors? Well. Sideways. Yeah. Yeah. Butter. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he has to go on all fours and then like, I don't know. Or you know when you're like bringing a chair in? And it doesn't quite fit, and you have to put the put legs side, in first, yeah. and then like twist it, and then bring the other legs. He's in. quite flexible just yeah. to get through doors. Mm-hmm. He usually asks if there's like a cargo bay in the back that he can go through. A window. Yeah. It's been broken recently. <laughs> he he yeah. only goes to taverns with like the double swinging doors, right? You know, yeah, saloon He'll style. Be saloon style. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> served from outside. I mean, I think he's 14. It's not like he's been going to a lot of saloons. <laughs> <laughs> what were you doing when you were 14? <laughs> oh, I'm sure you can drink at 14 and. In Waterdeep? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's no what problem. we're saying, right? At 14 is kind of like the, you're a man now. Yeah. yeah. Best of luck. Yeah. Yep. No, I'm not feeding you anymore. Um, Kayla. Okay. So, so Williams is one of those kids who's like mastered the art of blending in, um, of really average height and kind of an average lean build, long blonde hair, kept in a neat bun at the nape of the neck, um, fair skinned with a sun urn smattering of freckles all over her face and shoulders. And she has really um, bright amber eyes that are constantly watching everyone and everything. Uh, At first glance, some think they're looking at a young human boy and for others, a young elven female. She won't correct you either way. She wears simple but well-kept clothes, a leather vest over a silk shirt tucked into belted trousers, sort of a pirate-style typical short sword hanging from the hip. Um, On the ship, she was given the name Lady, an only female orphan joke that slowly morphed into a real name. Lady or Williams, her friends interchanging what they call her, depending on the mischief they are all involved in in that day. She has a really unfair reputation on the ship for being around when shenanigans and hijinks go down, (laughs) but has never been proven to be the instigator of such things. (laughs) Luckily, the people who have like wronged her or her or her her friends, um, they tend to be proven guilty and punished for them instead. Um... And I think in general, the thing about Lady is she's just kind of a few years ago, just a, just uh, one of the docs just appeared on the ship. She's not an orphan who's grown up there, and she's never really offered any information about where she was beforehand. She's mm-hmm. a stowaway. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> we'll find out. We'll find out. Yeah. Um, Cam, go ahead. Well, if Williams is the blender in, Zarius is the stander out. I like he that. He has... Um, extravagant clothes, likes to be seen, likes to be talked about, and all sorts of things of that nature. He speaks loudly, likes to 
bullshit his way into situations and lie his way out of situations if they go bad. Um, I can imagine a situation where Williams allegedly started something and I got blamed for it (laughs) and I managed to smooth over the whole thing. It might might be a good rapport. Good rapport, yeah. Um, I I was born and raised more or less on the ship. Okay. Um, I might have shown up somewhere. I might have actually been born on the ship. It's it's 50-50, and I was there for a long time. I am a, a tiefling with, with horns and tails, so I stand out, and the little kids saw me as a monster, so I didn't have a lot of friends when I was growing up. But that caught the eye of a certain otherworldly patron, and they decided it would be a fun way to stir the pot on a ship where no one could escape, so I got... The ability to make friends against their will. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds terrifying. Uh, yeah. I have got. <laughs> you sound like a scary ass mofo. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I mean, you say these things, but I, I, I do all these things from the, from the goodness of my heart. It, oh, okay. might, it might not be the, the best idea, but <laughs> I, I just want what's best for you. Good intent. Yes. And I just think that my way is the best way. Um, I have a little, little pseudo dragon familiar. Uh, named Sally, and Sally. I have um, two crossbows named Mercy and Patience. Oh, I love because that. I have abundance of both, and if I have to point them at you to convince you, well, it gets the point across. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Well done. Nice. Um, what about you, Josh? Who are you playing? I am playing the uh, halfling by the name of Finnan. He. Uh, he was not born on this uh, ship, but he was uh, orphaned by his parents. Um, he, they actually just gave him up uh, when he was three months old. So he has been on the ship for three months. He was three months old. <laughs> they and, didn't last long. No, him. And, <laughs> Still like a uh, potato. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they they sold him to the to the pirates, and uh, he's been on the ship for like eighteen years. Um, he dresses in a, a robe that is ripped and torn and dirty and gross. Um, and he's always he always seems to be there, but not there, if that makes sense. He's present, but he's not present with his mind. Um, he, he practices animism. So he believes that all plants, all objects, inanimate objects, they all have souls, and he speaks with them. And Do they speak back? He, he believes that the the deity that controls all these souls and watches over them walks beside him, and he calls him Z. Z. Yeah. Okay. Um, and cool. people often see Finnan just walking down the street, talking to Z, but it just looks like he's talking to himself. Um, he does like the sound of his own voice, so he will uh, interrupt. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry in advance. Wow, but it's he, just a he, he shit likes way to, to roleplay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, My character wait. actually likes interrupting yeah. other characters. Yeah. <laughs> My character's an yeah. asshole, it's not me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I won't interrupt too much. I know, I'm just grinding your gears. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, I will. Nobody's, nobody's <laughs> sure if he actually is a, ha- a halfling or just a very, very short human. They, uh, they're not sure. I guess we can get the ball rolling since you picked one of those up. Mm -hmm. So your ship, the Orphanage, has recently docked on the uh, edge of the Waterdeep City in Faroon. Upon departing the ship, you're with these four comrades. You've all known each other for some time, being orphans and uh, kind of refugees, so 
be it on the ship. And as you depart the ship, you find this lying in the mud, um, kind of just spread about. So there's a small pamphlet. It says Perethia Aldenber Memorial Zoo. And this is really your first interaction within the city. Um, the docks are surrounded by a hustle and bustle. Um, it's quite busy. You know, it's probably mid-afternoon. And uh, kind of your your first step into the city um, on your own because the um, shipmaster or the captain has allowed you to go into the city on your own because you're now of age. You're basically free of the ship's ward. So here you are and um, the captain, who we will name Captain Cornelius, directs you to an inn where you may be able to find some work. Um, you've heard of this inn before, probably. It's uh, the Inn of the Mermaid's Arms. <laughs> yeah, it is actually a inn that is already established in Waterdeep. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, it is a known adventure inn. It's fairly busy. It's kind of middle class. Um, do you have any questions? No. No. You look like you're inquiring. Or are you just giving me the pretty eyes? I think it would have been funnier if it was Mermaid's Legs, but... Yeah. Oh yeah, we could we could. Mermaid's arm is good. The mermaid's arms. <laughs> what was the captain's name again? Cornelius. Um, so this pamphlet kind of relates to the reader. Um, it's got a picture of a mauling owl bear on the front. It says, "Adorable beasts, amazing monstrosities." In addition to the beast collection of the old zoo, Perethia Aldenber Memorial Zoo now features two permanent monstrosity exhibits. The owlbear enclosure near the West Zoo entrance houses the only known owlbear mating pair in captivity, feedings at noon daily. The other side of the zoo is home to a manticore habitat. Gaze to the sky to witness one of our, proud, our pride take flight. View creatures from the sea, from above and below. Our aquatic stadium features the largest seawater holding tank in the region. And thanks to magic in our underwater glass hall, you can observe monsters of the sea from below as well as above. Attractions changes quarterly. Stadium seats 200. Shows at 10, 2, and 6. General stadium admission included. First come, first serve. Reservations required for glass hall access during showtimes. Now showing Chul. Now, now showing Chul? Chul. Yeah. Um, about your local zoo. Hormat's Aldenburg's vision. The Perithia Aldenburg Memorial Zoo was founded nearly four score years ago by the late Lord Hormat's Aldenburg in honor of his beloved niece, Perithia Aldenburg. She enjoyed a keen love of nature and its creatures, and after her untimely demise due to childhood illness, Lord Hormat's dedicated land and endowment establishing the region's first and only capture of interesting creatures for the enjoyment of all ages. A modern marvel. As we approach the 15th anniversary of the zoo's grand expansion, the PAMZ, as it's now referred to, remains a testament to modern magic and engineering. With the addition of castle-style walls, realistic reconstruction of natural habitats, and powerful magics, this zoo offers more than the run of the mill bestiary. Thanks to the cooperation of wizards throughout the region, our zoo offers the unprecedented experience of walking amongst amazing and terrifying creatures without visual impediment. Although the experience can be frightening, rest assured that our state-of-the-art magical wards and restraints provide complete visitor safety. Please be considerate. Do not attempt to feed the animals. All magic items are prohibited within the zoo. Best of luck. 
and enjoy your stay. So have we found this brochure? We found this brochure kind of fluttering among yeah, yeah. the streets and kind of blowing. And yeah, the, maybe you like you've seen a handful of them on the ground, kind of like mm-hmm. today's newspaper reel, right? Yeah, and the so. message board it's been like pinned up and torn down, and yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. So it's obviously been around a while, so the locals are aware of the zoo. Um, but this this fifteenth uh, anniversary, since they've added the magical barriers, is kind of what's new to the zoo. Mm-hmm. So the grand reopening is tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning? Yes. What would you guys like to do? So are we at this mermaid's arms in? Yeah, so right after the docks, maybe you were meagering through the streets and the Captain Cornelius kind of sent you in the direction of where this inn would be found. Mm-hmm. And um, you find yourselves in front of a large inn. Um, it's kind of like the single story on the bottom, second story on top, and the second story overhangs the, the bottom level. Um, it seems to be quite busy. The patrons don't look too rough and tumble. You know, there's a few burly sailors in there and maybe a few drunkards sitting outside, but it looks like you're, you're run of the mill tavern. Um, what you'd find in Waterdeep. Um, one of the odd things you find in Waterdeep is that there doesn't seem to be any guards. Um, the guards all seem to be just local to this area. So there's people who are definitely enforcing law, um, but no discernible, you know, a city guard that you, you could, think of or see of so um yeah you're shown inside and uh it's mid-afternoon they're probably just cleaning up after lunch um there's a free table in the far corner it does look like there's a big enough chair for old tom <laughs> tom does <laughs> seem to be able to get through is the there double a doors. bench yeah. is there a bench? i was gonna say he <laughs> probably awkwardly walks his way through the room eyeing up the quality of the chairs and the craftsmanship <laughs> before testing it with just the weight of one cheek and then slowly bringing <laughs> the full force of his and you just hear like the squeaks and twines of the chair groaning as he sits down i'll get wow. you to make a perception check me? Oh, right. Yeah, first so roll. Soon? Why not? Uh, wow. Starting off things great with a nat one. <laughs> oh. Um, yeah, you find a chair that clearly will not hold you, but you're convinced you're going to sit in it anyways. Mm-hmm. I yeah, like how we're, we're all just they're probably standing in the middle, just like. <laughs> yeah, everyone's waiting for the crash <laughs> to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, guys. <laughs> how many Don't chairs are at the table? Don't sit um, there. Don't sit there. We're going to sit on Zoo. <laughs> Don't sit on Zoo. I'm, I'm already committed, man. <laughs> oh, no. I'm committed. Can, can we get you a second chair? A bench. Perhaps is there, a, is there a bench? Is there anything? So well, can, you, can you just, sit on, can just sit on the floor and be the right height? Maybe we should practice the art of the, remember, the hover sit? Nice the bones. leg muscles? Could Give it a go. <laughs> <laughs> he stands up again. Drags the chair across the ground. As you stand up, the chair just collapses in on itself. So a moment longer of sitting down, yeah, and uh, the chair would have <laughs> collapsed underneath you. But as you stand up, that was enough movement to collapse the chair. I'm pretty sure we found it like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, as you guys kind of get settled into your seating, um, it is two bench seats and uh, the single chair at the end of it. <laughs> Um, is now collapsing in pieces. It's just kindling at this time. <laughs> um, you are approached by a waitress. Um, she's buxom, you know, older. Clearly, she's been working the uh, inns on this level for a long time. Um, she said, oh, hello, wee lot. How can I help you all today? Oh, well, hello, my dear. How are you today? Oh, don't be kind. I know I'm way past my age, youngin. 
how can I help you? Yes. Oh, I like being kind, but I don't know how you could help us. I mean, we're, we're new here, and we could use some food and lodgings and information. Oh, where are you from? Everywhere. That's oh. a good answer. Finn is standing over top of the broken chair. I'm <laughs> 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 so sorry. I'm so, so sorry. Oh, it's just a chair, wee man. I'm not too stressed about it. Um, Finnan doesn't pay attention. Yeah. Oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> would would you like an ale? Would you would your wee friend here like an ale? I don't know if he's ever had one. So yes. Oh, first rounds on the house then, if you're all fresh and new. I'll be right back with that with yes. And she kinda, you know, picks her skirts up and takes off and maybe she shouts an order to a young boy who's got a broom and he sets the broom aside on the side of the bar and comes and collects the the leftover chair. Um as he's collecting the cherry, sets the rest of the uh, new firewood next to the hearth at the back of the end. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so as dinner dies down, you do notice a character who's been watching you. He looks, uh, he's got a large wide brim hat. Wide brim hat. It's tall. Um, he looks in disheveled shape, um, but the clothing that he's wearing is clearly not of like poverty. Right, so he's he looks like he's on a third day bender, um, <laughs> but he, he's obviously not impoverished. It just looks like he's had a rough go lays as of late, um, and he's been watching you for some time. The lads had a good night and left him there to his defenses. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, he stands up and he's he's actually quite tall and broad of shoulder, and you do notice that there is a large claymore strapped to his back. Um, for those who don't know, a claymore a sword. Yeah, like it's a, a two handed sword. sword. Yeah. Um, and he approaches your table. You know, at this point, the waitress has brought your ales. Um, you know, they all kind of look, well, they, they would be flat because they're not carbonated. We had a long conversation about that. <laughs> <laughs> did, did we get any information from the waitress or did she just ignore that and go for the drinks? She's she just dropped the, the drinks off and kind oh. of went back to her tables. So Let's see how it is. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she figures it's your your first night out on the town, so she's not putting too much stock into uh, giving you a helping hand. Um, are you trying to get her attention, though? Nope. No? Nope. So this large man clad in black leather with a wide brim hat and the claymore sits down and says, oh, You lot look fresh off the skivvies. Uh, Tom would be vibrating in fear. Oh, <laughs> I've what? Never seen a fat man jiggle so much. <laughs> um, excuse me, you're sitting on my friend. Uh, it's a it's a bench. We're all sitting on your friend. Not just you. Could you just scoot down a bit, please? Thank you. Uh, he kind of looks at you oddly and he, like shuffles, but minusculely, like a quarter inch. He's like. A strange lot you are. We just got off the boat this morning. Um, Our first time. Off the boat? Points at the ale. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Your first time having ale, I'll pay for another round. Oh, that would be mighty kind of you. Of course, of course. I'll I'll wave wave old Henrietta over. And he sends out his arm and waves her over. And she just looks at him and rolls her eyes. Clearly, he's a regular in this this department. He says, mm-hmm. "Well, what have you got lot planned?" <laughs> I may be thumbing the the brochure um, nervously, and then kind of, well, 
I've always loved animals. Heard there's something going on at the zoo for the 15th anniversary. Like, love animals that you consumed them all? No. <laughs> Just kind of starts to look down and, and awkwardly, uh, um, yeah, he's, he's pretty uncomfortable with this massive claymore on this guy's back. What can we do for you? Why did you interrupt us? What have you lot got planned for your stay here in Waterdeep? We don't have any plans. We were sent here, and this is kind of like shore leave. Mm. First time, I. Eh? Well, my name's Mary. Mary Payson. I, I stand for a uh, part of the cryptocracy here in Waterdeep. Um, we're the Order of the Gauntlet. And we kind of tend to keep the order when we hear things going a bit south or awry. It's always got its place here. There really isn't a true governing body, so everybody's got their factions, and we try to do the good for the people of Waterdeep, for those who can't protect themselves. Now, the thing is, is I tend to stand out. You lot don't. You're young. I mean, there's a, a tiefling, right? Big old horn fella. What's your name? Oh, my name's Zarius, and I love to stand out. Uh, well, you do, lad. Oh, excellent. You do. It's very kind of you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and your lady, I overheard the conversation earlier. That's correct. And Tom, I watched you step in the mud off the boat. The stones did crack, they did, when you took off. Yeah, it happens from time to time. Can't help it. It's just the way you see. <laughs> yeah, we see. <laughs> Oh, um, and you, wee one, uh, what are you doing here? You look like the rabble that should be thrown off the ships. Well, that's not a very nice thing to say, sir. <laughs> I'm, I'm here uh, of my own free will, with my friends, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, he just chuckles, <clears throat> all of them, including the chairs and the tables. Exactly. Well, maybe you lot can help me. I have a bit of a... Problem, like I said, I stand out, and I've heard a rumor, a rumor going around about that very pamphlet, the zoo. Mm. Apparently, there's a heist about to go down. I just want you all lot to look around. That's it. Keep an eye out. From my understanding, there's a man named Remy, Remy Thurston. He's been asking around all the inns for a mercenary group to sneak in the Perethia Aldenbazoo. Apparently there's a huge power source there that fuels all the magics. I don't know the details of that. I never looked into the zoo that much. Never been one for animals. Yeah. And monsters. But the monsters are for killing. But the Order of the Gauntlet is willing to accept you as initiates into the Order and pay you 500 gold if you stop this heist. Now we don't even know what's going to happen so if the heist don't happen you ain't getting paid. But it wouldn't take much for y'all to take a look around at the opening of the zoo anyways. Is it something you're interested in? Well, it sounds like fun. No, no, no. no that's a bad idea. Bad idea. There's, it's Tom, like free admission to the zoo. There's animals. It's just... No Is the heist problem. supposed to happen today? We don't know when it's supposed to happen, but the grand reopening happens tomorrow morning. Half hour past sun's up. Who... <laughs> Can't remember what time it is. It's been a long week. <laughs> <laughs> so this this Remy fellow, what uh, what's up with him? Why don't you just go find him, knock him over the head, and and solve the problem? Well, because we don't know if that's the truth. 
it's just a rumor. And I can't go around cocking people on the head. Then I'd be one of the lot I'm looking for. Do I know what this Remy looks like? Yeah. Short, dark hair, terrible mustache. It's a terrible mustache? Yeah, like it's all kitty wampus. Oh. <laughs> uh, Commons? Uh, it's just not properly groomed, you see. Oh, okay. So one oh. side's all lopsided. Oh. Yeah, but he does have dark hair, I know that. Even if he were to grow a beard, he'd stand out in the crowd. All right. Was he human? Not a human? He's a human, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is he... He's known to... He's a bad man. Has he killed people? Uh, I don't think so. He's a cook at one of the inns down the road. Oh, that doesn't sound so bad, Tom. Sound okay. Sound so bad. I like, you love I cooks? like cooks. Yeah, you yeah. like food. This and you love animals. Mm-hmm. This is a could, win-win. You could, we could go to the zoo before it was even open. I do love the animals. And then people wouldn't look at you. We could just look at the animals all alone. Mm-hmm. And all maybe right. get 500 gold. That's a lot of money. This is 500 gold each? No, I'm not made of money. Well, it's not your money. It's the order money. Yeah, but the order has you know, accounts, balancing. A, a and budget. He, yeah, we've got a budget. Hey, this is what we want. He's on point. Fin in. Fin in. <laughs> hey, I've got a budget of zero gold. So, And I'm helping be, you out here. I'd be up 500%. <laughs> Are you attempting to persuade him, Cal? Uh, yeah, let's, let's start rolling some dice here. Yeah. Let's get the... This one out. Yeah, so far we've got an average of nat one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will split that difference with a 20. <laughs> oh, no way. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, I, I guess if things got pretty rough, yeah, we could we could negotiate with that. Well, I, I do love the negotiations. Yeah, I, I mean, 500 each is quite a bit, but I'll double your pay a thousand. So that's 250 each. That's a significant increase for a job that might not even go down. I just need you to keep an eye out. That's good. That's good. And do, do, you have a, do you have any passes? Like, like, Do we have a key to the zoo? Like keys? Uh, I, I don't got no keys now. You have to pay your way in. It's five silver. So is the, it open? The, yeah, the zoo is open right now, but the grand 15th anniversary is... It's been tomorrow. under construction. Okay. So, yeah. sorry, can we take out a look at it tonight? No, you could go there tonight, yeah. The okay. Portcullis is closed. It's only one main gate. It's in the northwestern side of the city. And they'll let us in? Well, no. I said the portcullis is closed. Oh. So So we have to go sneakily. Or scale the walls. Best of luck. You think he can scale a wall? (laughs) I point at uh, Tom. I mean, sometimes walls fall down when I run into them. So (laughs) just try that. The construction just might have to go a little longer. I'm just confused. You you want us to f- correct some wrongs, but in order to correct the wrong, you want us to do some wrongs by breaking in. How are we... Just, it seems... I never said break in. I said just keep an eye out in the grand reopenings tomorrow. Oh. Okay, so we're not walking around in the zoo. If you want. This is entirely up to you, Law. You want to go in the zoo? Yeah. But the gates are closed. Closed gates mean they don't want us to go in. We can go tomorrow. It's okay. Do you remember when the captain's doors were closed and I stole you that cheese anyway? Yeah, and cheese was good. That was a closed door, and I opened it. I can open the door to the animals. We'll be there anyway. The animals want to see us? Of course. They want to see you. What animal doesn't want to see you? Uh I know, but sometimes, the last time I got close to an animal, my brother, my brother, well, he killed it. Well, your brother's not here. 
that we know of. What if this Remy guy's my brother? Uh, Mary's just staring at you <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> maybe you need more than another drink, Larry Lot. What, what do you guys think? Should, should we do it? I think we should. Sounds it's like a lot of fun. More yeah, gold than I've ever seen. seen. Cornelius didn't give us any instruction. He just kind of said, get off the boat for a couple days. It has been nice to get off the boat. Mm-hmm. It'd be nice to gain some rep with people in the city, this Order of the Gauntlet. It's true. It's, we can make some friends. Lady uh, Williams yeah. not considering leaving the boat, are you? Oh, not you guys, but what if we dock here again, and then next time we can make 2,000 gold? <laughs> uh, That's in, how math works. I, I, like, <laughs> I like the sounds of that. Finnan turns to, uh, to uh, Mary and holds out his hand, cranes his neck way up, holds out his tiny little hand. Well, door up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mary, like, pulls his massive hand up, and he's got, like, leather gauntlet gloves, and he plucks one finger off individually, takes it off, and it's, he seems like he's really taking his time and just waiting for you. He looks down at Finn's hand, and it's just, like, dirt and gross, <laughs> like, some sort of mysterious black smudges all over it, and he quickly... Puts his glove back on. (laughs) (laughs) Warily shakes his hand. Um, Even after shaking his hand, Mary takes his glove and brushes it off on his coat at his side. Yeah, his glove is stained now. Oh, Christ. (laughs) Disadvantage on all his rolls with his hand. It's it's, it's stinky, isn't (laughs) it? It's stinky glove stuff. Stinky gloves. (laughs) Um, So he says... All right, uh, um, if that's the case, you, you always be able to find me here. Uh, we'll give you lodgings for the night as well. So, double lodgings. I like, I like more space. <laughs> double the bed. <laughs> I just give you lodgings, not double lodgings. Oh, got me all excited. Yeah, like the honeymoon suite for you. Just make sure the bed's got double the <laughs> double the strength and integrity. You may have to sleep on the floor, big man. No, the honeymoon one should be uh, should be pretty good with uh, the springs and stuff. You're now at nine hundred and ninety gold. <laughs> he just looks sad. It's okay. It's okay. Don't worry about we, it. We can splurge a little bit. It's kind of like a holiday for us. We can get you a nice bed, there, big guy. So uh, you're gonna give us the five hundred first, and then you know, the five hundred <laughs> after, or how's that gonna work? Do I look like I have gold on me? A little bit, yeah. Got a big sword. <laughs> yeah, that's about all I own. The rest right. is in the vaults with the Order of the Gauntlet. We need we need some like uh, insurance or something that we're going to get paid. Uh, all right, hold on. He pulls out a scroll from just inside his coat and writes a contract out, you know, just in a quill and an inkwell. He keeps dipping in his mouth, dipping in the inkwell. He's now got ink dripping down the side of his lip. Uh, the Order of the Gauntlet is paying these four potential initiates 1,000 gold to track Remy Thurston and investigate rumors of them at the per- At the Pams. At the Pams. It's a terrible, terrible name. You know. Why did you make that name? I didn't. This is a pre-made. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so he writes this contract and he says, all right, all four of you lot sign it. You are literate, right? Of course. I've seen words on paper before. Tommy, I, mean, I taught you to write your name. You remember. The thumb in the paper. <laughs> yeah, he just like <laughs> takes his thumb, kind of rubs some ink he on it. He makes a T. <laughs> 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 I love it. A, a mix between a human oh. and a dog, between like you know, putting the paw print on a contract out of a Disney film. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty much. Um, 
So he hands out the contract. I'm assuming you all sign it. Yes. I'm going to make a very yeah. flourishing motion, and and it might look like chicken scratch, but yes. Okay. Finnan doesn't know how to write, so he just puts an X right beside the X that's there. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I almost imagine there's an X, a larger X, and then a smudge of Finnan grease <laughs> on the edge of the paper. Yeah. And he's like, well, if they don't accept this, we know where the smell came from. <laughs> um, is there anything else I, Mary, can do for you? Um, is there anybody at the zoo we should be talking to? Oh, Amil Andler. He should be able to give you a hand. He's the zookeeper, the master zookeeper. Sorry, oh. did, can you say H's? Amil Andler. It is Amil Andler. Oh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's a, he's a wee gnomish lot. A right fiery fellow, but I like him. Cool. I'm sure he and I could get along. Who do you know? No, I'm a human, I think. Right. <laughs> uh, you should look into that. There's a reason why he's so upset that you sat on his friends, because we think if somebody sat on him when he was younger, he gets a little touchy. Oh, he's got he's, this is, he's squished. This is, this is his mean face. Finn, give him this mean face. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes he thinks that he's in the folds of my fat because I sat on him. Oh, Christ. But it's, it's not true. <laughs> he's not there. Well, if that's all, then I'll be off. Um, Amel should be able to answer any further questions. But like I said, dawn. Half hour before dawn. Get in line early, though. We're sure to be busy. You know, the grand reopening. They got all their magical barriers now. They've done away with the cages. You know, it was kind of sad. Animal prison and all. But now it's a much more lively place. Did you run into invisible barriers? <laughs> there it is. Just a painful series of obstacles. <laughs> kids, kids running full bore and just yeah. smack into it like a screen door. Yeah, it's easy to get lost in there, too. You know, it's all natural habitats. Yeah. yeah. But that's it. I'm off for the evening. More business to attend to. Any pulls a flask from inside his coat, takes a big old swig, swaggers out the door. What business do you have? You know that they sell ale here. Oh, it's for me to know as an agent of the order and you to find out if you ever become one tiefling. Are you giving out more of those contracts? <laughs> more contracts? I just wrote a contract. Yeah. You don't even know if it's legitimate. You just met me. Can I have another one? Uh, What do you want it to say? I get a choice? <laughs> I don't know. I've never had a contract before. I just want another one. Uh, well, let's start with this one, and then there'll be another one if you fulfill this one. You don't get multiple contracts. Not a bloody marketplace for contracts. Free, I don't know. Night hall. <laughs> Bumbles off and says, that's enough of that. Christ. Fair. Strange lot. Strange lot. We These are ships are getting stranger and stranger. Bit of a circus. The orphanage just doesn't produce them like it used to. <laughs> <laughs> this is just the first wave. It gets more efficient as they get replaced. Yeah. Gotcha. So, yeah, you guys are left in the inn. Um, Henrietta has brought you a second round bought by um, Mary. Well, I imagine that uh, actually the first one was almost looking like a small cup, almost a thimble in uh, Tum's hands. So it actually goes down like... Just <laughs> it's just gone. So a second one is probably actually you looking forward to it. The second one is actually even smaller. Um, <laughs> it's just like like probably like a like a double yeah. ounce glass. He's not very 
nimble. So when he goes to pick it up, I imagine it just gets like squished in his fingers. Oh. <laughs> like he just like, his drink spills between the uh, the planks on the table and then goes down. Tom just lowers his head in, in sadness as his beer just seeps through the table and into the floorboards. Um, Henrietta watched all of this happen. <laughs> and she doesn't even know what to say to you. She's just like. I'm just going to carry on. Um, yeah. So, um, he, he, so your friend Mary there, he, he paid for a room. Um, there is a special room for you. It's not quite a honeymoon suite, but it's a double wide. That's great. I, uh, I do have to ask this Mary fellow. Is, he comes here often, trustworthy, good guy, <laughs> please. We go way back. He grew up on the orphanage. It's true. He's an orphan, just like the rest of us. Yeah. That ship's been coming here way longer than you lot realize. I didn't know. Good to know that Mary's trustworthy. I didn't say he was trustworthy. Oh, no. (laughs) Guys. He means well. He's a bit of a drinker. Us orphans stuck together, though. That's probably right, yeah. He he probably... Yeah, it's a good point. Do you know of this Order of the Gauntlet that he associates with? Yeah. uh, They're paladins, clerics, uh... Just overall good doers in the city. They try to keep the order and, you know, there's always that balance. There's the crime syndicates and then there's the groups like the Order of the Gauntlet that try to just do well for the case of doing well. You know? They have to keep the wheels turning in Waterdeep somehow. Can't just have all crime lords, Xanathar's guild running about. And, okay. and, and, and Mary represents these good people doing good stuff he, he is an agent yes um, <laughs> probably of the lower orders it's not not the face of the group is what you're trying yeah. to say no he, he hangs out here in the dockyards because most of the other paladins really aren't willing to be down here so what does that say about us well you not know no any different you're all fresh straight caught from the ocean i'd say this is a step up <laughs> scum is a step up <laughs> Um, yeah, so supper time's rolling in. It is getting quite busy in there. You know, all, all the dock workers getting off work, the fishermen, the butchers, all that are kind of rolling in. Um, what are you guys doing for the evening? Well, do we, do we want to just maybe go check in on the animals? I wouldn't mind just do, getting I mean, a glimpse. He, he made a lot of emphasis about us not really having to be there until before it um, opened but we can go there and, and see what's happening but the likelihood is we're going to go there and see a wall and so we could do something about the wall and maybe get in trouble and maybe make this whole thing a lot easier well i don't want to get in trouble oh we won't get in trouble we've never been caught before okay <laughs> sounds good and, you know if you wanted to get a group of people together and maybe do some bad things wouldn't you want to do that in the dark at night when you knew nobody was going to be there? I suppose. When do heists normally happen? In the I'm, middle of the day. Bright sun. Everyone loves sunshine. Yeah, okay. I don't think half an hour before a grand opening. You know, it does seem a little odd, the whole thing. But, I mean, like he said, at the worst case, we get to at least just go see the zoo. We're probably going to go there anyways. How far away is the zoo from where we're staying? Um, You could probably make it there in about 40 minutes. Okay. Yeah. So... And did he give us this contract? Did he did. Have, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he just left it on the table. Um, there's now spilled grog on it from <laughs> oh, uh, Tom's. Finnan has it. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Don't worry. I'll try you out. <laughs> um, the soggy part is like wilting. 
No, no, no. <laughs> just blowing on it, making it worse. Because it stands by the fire, trying to dry it out. <laughs> uh, the ink ran a little bit, but it, it'll dry out just fine. Enough for you to roll him back up. <laughs> I feel like maybe his smudge got, got washed away, so he puts another one on there. <laughs> um, so do we go now, or should we wait a little while? I don't well, think let's finish eating, and then we can go while it's still a reasonable time, and then we can... Make some choices later. We can casually suss it out. It's not far. We can go see what we're working with. Mm-hmm. See how hard these walls are to knock down. All right. So um, she brings you a meal for the evening. Um, maybe asks if you guys are Henrietta. Are you staring? Are, are, are you staying for dinner? Are you heading out right right quick here? Oh, we want some some dinner if it's if it's all the same to you. It smells lovely. Um, it's it's fresh black loaf uh, and stew. But I can make it to go if you'd like. What's black loaf? It's, it's blood bread. What's blood bread? Pig's blood's baked into it. Blood and bread. Yeah. Oh, that sounds lovely. <laughs> it is quite tasty with the right herbs and spices. I, you know, I trust you. Whatever you, whatever you have. Old Lucille, she makes a hell of a good blood loaf. So, uh, okay. I yeah. mean, I've, I've heard her name from far and wide. Oh, don't tell her that. She'd jump your knickers faster than you realize. <laughs> Even at her age of 70. <laughs> What's a knacker? <laughs> I think he said knackers. He'll jump your knackers. <laughs> I'm so confused. Um, oh, intrigued. I'll have one of those, please. What, knackers or blood bread? We'll have dinner here. Blood bread. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> of course. Of course, love. I'll be back. And uh, Henrietta sends off and... Shortly thereafter, she brings out the, the food to go. Um, the loaves are actually quite large enough for probably an extra ration if you guys would like to save half of it or consume it all. It's entirely up to you. Oh, there's no leftover rations. <laughs> yeah, I pretty much assume he's eaten the other half of mine. Yeah. Anyone that goes to, like, pocket it, it's like a gnarled hand comes across the table. <laughs> Finn, Finn only eats, like, a quarter of his stuff. I like, gives the rest to Tom. You yeah. guys are used to the idea of rationing, so you probably don't eat all that much. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but to him, Tom makes up for it. Yeah. I'm going to try and, and, and pocket the rest of mine before he sees it. Okay. Um, sleight of hand? Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. 18 plus... Oh, that's my dexterity. Roll a uh, perception check. Mm-hmm. 15. So, so I got 23 total. You were picking at the crumbs mm-hmm. as he uh, grabbed this last loaf. Yeah. Feel like you're licking your finger and like stamping all the crumbs <laughs> yeah. on the table. Yeah. I know, and I probably went to grab your blood bread. It was like my fingers were dangerously close to just grabbing like the front of your shirt and like dragging you <laughs> along with it. <laughs> oh, yeah, thumbs full. Cool. So you guys wrap up dinner, mm-hmm. and uh, as you start to make your way out of the tavern. Um, the city does seem a little bit quieter, right? It's probably midweek. Um, and, uh, you know, lanterns are being lit by passerbys or order whoever's in charge of these dockyards. And you start heading to the northwest direction of the Pam's Zoo. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So out of, out of character, uh, Josh, would, would Finnan um, be a reliable individual with street sense? Uh, like, what do you mean? Like, reliable? Like, you could rely on him? Yes. Like, like if, if he, I said he's John, loyal. Yeah. He's loyal to his friends. But wait, would he be intelligent enough to not get jumped in an alley? Oh, yeah. 
Okay. I would think so. Then I'll, I'll sort of just like make eyes at Finn and, and Lady as we're going down the streets just to, you know, make the assumption of we should be somewhat cautious as we're going. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm not going to bother I don't, I don't think anybody will bother us when, when we have Tom with us. He's, he's a big boy. Yeah. I certainly hope no one bothers us. I don't like being bothered. Um, you do see, you know, some scallywag looking fellows in the shadows and maybe a, a harlot down an alley here or there or an odd pungent smell coming from one alley or another. You know, garbage is starting to get strewn into the streets. Um, so this neighborhood, as you're exiting the dockyard, seems to get rougher and rougher the further you go. Um, once you pass through kind of what's coming up on, it almost looks like a, like a gate to a neighboring neighborhood. Um, who's leading the, the party? I feel like uh, Finnan would just be like swinging in our, his arms like, I well, not singing that, but, you know, <laughs> yeah. just like head up. <laughs> yeah. Just marching down the street. Okay. Hello, plants. I'm, I mean, I could be in the front, but it would be like constantly checking behind me and you guys would be like, yeah, just keep going, Tom. <laughs> Okay. okay. Take five steps and like look back. Like, are you sure it's the right I direction? I feel like I would be dragging behind just a little bit, just okay. being like that extra pair of eyes, just mm. watching who's watching them. Yeah, Lady and I are kind of going to flank Tom in that that mix of of pulling and pushing of of encouragement and mm-hmm. come, on. Yeah. come on. If we're on like a downward like decline then there's really no stopping Tom. Mm-hmm. He's just slowly picking up speed, <laughs> like a compounding <laughs> speed of like 3% every five seconds. Um, so since you were the one who stated that you were kind of keeping eyes first, I will get you to roll a perception check, Lady. Lady Williams. Lady Williams. It's the terrible 14? 14. Um, you do see down one of the alleys, maybe just like the glint of steel. And um, you just you can't really make out what uh, is being discussed um, but there's clearly an argument going down an alley um, just off to your right I'm assuming as we're um, a seasoned kind of band of troublemakers that definitely have been around each other enough I could make some kind of sound that would get like an alert you know like just kind of like like clear my throat really loudly yeah we we have like signals from when the captain would be coming and we'd be stealing (laughs) something and like (laughs) (laughs) maybe not owls on the pirate ship i don't know if we should go for owls (laughs) i like the idea that there's like a bunch of like shipmen and like sailors that are like where are these fucking owls (laughs) (laughs) we got a a bird problem on this ship (laughs) oh there's so many rats and i haven't seen one of them owls um maybe yeah maybe i'll just try the uh the old throat, throat clear, clear yeah and uh, a very intentional sort of shrug motion down the alley okay i don't think tom would you know you've told him how it works every time and every time he's like Is something stuck in your throat <laughs> like, are you choking need some water <laughs> I'll, I'll 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 pick up oh. on the sign and i'll give him a little, little, little tap of the tummy and say hey let's uh let's right, slow down right okay and it's just kind of marching along, and he hears this, and he just stops. Okay. <laughs> it's the most obvious thing ever. Like <laughs> um, at your feet, Finnan, out of this alley, rolls a can. Tink, 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 and rolls over your foot. Yeah, Finnan's got one foot in the air, and he's like, he's completely frozen, and he just like <laughs> follows it with his eyes. <laughs> and staying completely still, he looks over to where, where it kind of came from. Okay. Um, this 
argument is going on intensely and these two individuals do not notice you. Uh, but it is getting more and more heated and you continuously all now see the glint of a dagger in the dark. Can I, I do have dark vision. So do I have a sense of what, like what kind of size these people are? Or? Um, yeah, yeah, they would, they would be human. They'd be human. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one's wearing a hood. Um, and the other one just looks like kind of your average Joe dock worker. Right. So. I'm going to try, um, speaking very loudly. Like I'm trying to yell to Tom, even though he's only a couple of feet ahead of me being like, uh, where was that door down this alley here? This one over here and just point at it. Okay. Mm-hmm. And just the see the big if- door. Does it fit me? Yeah. The back door, the back door, <laughs> the cargo door. Um, so these two men, which now you clearly are men, both look at you and startle. You're probably about 25 feet, 30 feet away from him. The one man, all you hear is, and he stabs him several times throughout the side of his body and then into his throat and takes off into the darkness. It's a very soggy stab. Dude, yeah, that was gnarly sound effect. Have you never stabbed anyone? No. (laughs) Can't say that I have. Step one, heavy arms. (laughs) Why? (laughs) Yeah, it kind of makes a suctioning sound when you pull the knife out. Oh, shit. Yeah, I was just impressed your ability to make those sounds, but... I kind of assumed that now I feel like I was just like, oh, like, oh, fuck. Like, I, <laughs> I thought we would startle them to stop the argument. <laughs> should we should we see if they're OK? Um, yeah. <laughs> well, what if that guy comes back? He's running away for a reason. There's, there's He's four not of us. I mean, us. we can handle him. I mean, look at the size of you, man. Yeah, like I need to be reminded. <laughs> well, look at the size of me. I mean, I, I kind of just go help him. I'll stand over here. Yeah, Finn will uh, rush over. Okay. And um, uh, I'll cast Cure Wounds on him. Okay, are all of you rushing over? I will rush over with him. I yeah. will also rush over. Okay. Uh, but I'm going to do it like trying to like look as like as, as like much into the darkness as I can to see maybe where he ran off to, if I got a sense of like he jumped a wall. Or- yeah, so there was um, some crates um, and some lobster cages that seemed to clatter behind him, but he very deftly um, jumped over the lobster cages over a short, wall kind of separating the alley and is now fleeing into the darkness now the man is leaning against a wall he's holding one hand to his jugular and one hand to his side and blood is pooling quite rapidly in between his fingers and you just hear a gurgling sound i heal him for nine hit points how do you heal him describe it slot (laughs) (laughs) did you call him a slut yeah oh my god that was so funny (laughs) (laughs) The whisper delivery was the whole. I feel like we're just pawns for Dylan's pleasure. Describe it to me, you friggin' whore. Uh, Finnan uh, kneels beside the man who's bleeding out, and he rubs his hands on his uh, on his robe. Medicine. Yeah, and he's like, "Okay, okay, here we go." And he just puts his hand on the guy's neck, and uh, sterilizing. It, yeah. it glows, but it glows dark like it's not glowing white or like a color it's just like almost like a black light sort of it's very very strange cool and uh yeah he just puts his hands on the guy's neck and and heals him okay um how many points of are you nine, dealing for nine. nine points sorry um yeah his wounds immediately begin to 
seal up. But as opposed to maybe what you've seen from healing before and clerics and paladins, um, it's almost immaculate in how the flesh reforms and refibers itself. Um, for whatever reason, the healing that you've given to this man um, causes like a severe scar um, where his wounds had been. Um, he seems to be, you know, coherent and functioning just like you would be in a normal healing spell, but something was a little different about the healing that you've applied to this gentleman. What'd you do? Did it work? Are you okay? Oh, that was one hell of a shank. Yeah, yeah, it worked, but my my neck feels just off. And he kind of turns to the side and there's like a horrific scar. Um, oh, shit. <laughs> I think I might have screwed that one up a little bit. Oh, I, I can't thank you anymore, though, little man. Um, uh, uh, Why'd you come and save me? Who are you? We're just some friends. Finn and Toscobble. And, and Finn yeah. <laughs> We're allowed to make your acquaintance. Oh, thanks. Thanks a lot. Oh, I'll try and help him up, up, but I'm too short to pull him up. Um, he, he goes to stand up. He's like, oh, just a little nauseous yet. I'm going to take a lean see against this wall. And you all kind of smell a little bit of uh, alcohol on his breath. Oh. So, friend, you've uh, you've had a night. What uh, What's the your shit just happened? Oh, the shakedown. Iron Serpent Gang. Yeah. Yeah, what, you can always see serpent. They, they got a tattoo always on their forearms. Yeah, see, it's it's a snake with two heads and wings. Why were they after you? <sighs> I owe money. I have a shop down the road. Well, it's not a shop, but I sell companionship. Um, and I, I was supposed to pay them for protection, but I couldn't pay. Because we haven't had many ships in recently, except for the orphanage, which pulled in this morning. But it's been slow, and, and the girls don't have a lot of money, so I have to make sure the girls are fed before I pay protection. But if I don't pay protection, the Iron Serpents come and give me a wee bit of a tussle. Um, I figure you just spooked them, and that's why he, he laid me the shank. I do owe him some, some of gold, though. What's, what's your name? Um, Karis. Karis Tool. Demetrius Harris, um, do you mind telling us how much you owe, or is that like impolite to ask? <laughs> <laughs> no, man, you just saved my life. I'll give you whatever information you want. Uh, I owe about 157 golds. Golds? Yeah. Oh. Well, I mean, I've survived off of uh, zero gold for pretty much my entire life, and we might be coming into some money. So if you, you needed to. to uh, have a loan from me I could definitely give you like 157 gold <laughs> <laughs> that, that was so kind great so you heal me and you're not charging me for the healings no I just, I, just some information would be great though I, I really could use some information what, 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 information on what well whatever my friends ask you <laughs> He, he looks jarringly at you and slightly terrified. He's like, oh, what have I gotten myself into now? Oh, no, no. We are just, um, you know, we we heard about this zoo opening tomorrow. And we're new in town. And we were thinking maybe we could go by tonight and get sort of a sneak peek about what we might be able to see. If you head to the zoo tonight? Mm-hmm. Oh, sometimes I'm wandering about in that neighborhood. But you won't see much at night. It's just... 
large walls and the single gate stays closed. It's been closed for a while now because the the renew renew renovations because of the renovations. Yeah. Tom's voice cracks as he kind of speaks up, clearly just shocked by the whole situation. Do you know a guy named Remy? (laughs) (laughs) Short, dark hair, crazy mustache. The the kirk on 44th Street. Yeah. Yeah, what about him? Well, that was easy. Uh, Well, I mean, what does he like? What does he do? What does he like? Yeah. What's his family like? Tell me all about him. Like, we really want to meet. We've heard nice things, and we should. Uh, we just we're just pretty big fans of this guy. What? Is, what is, yeah. What's his signature dish? His signature dish. You said you would answer questions. <laughs> Seafood bisque. Mmm. Um, but <laughs> his signature dish is not the signature dish that you want to be eating. I mean, terrible, terrible cook. I mean, he's have, have, my friend here has a very diverse appetite. It doesn't matter how how big it is. I do. Yes, Tom, <laughs> you do. Yeah, oh. feeding this one, I could imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Remy, he works down uh, at the Smuggler's Boot. What's the Smuggler's Boot? Oh, uh, it's uh, an inn for low lives. Not like you. Is it, more are like there me. companions there too? Uh, sometimes I send the girls there, but like I said, it's, things have been slow and water deep. Is this kind of like your your thing? You you do you do all the. All the companion in the area? No, no, that's that's up to one of the other guilds. I'm just a, like a single guy. I only run four or five girls. You're independent. Yeah, yeah. Respect the small business. <laughs> yeah, support yeah. local. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look, I, I I know our friend Finnan is going to be giving you gold, but um, while we're in the mood of asking for things, uh, can you put in a word with this iron serpents that we had nothing to do with anything that happened here? What's your concern? You right scared that, that man there. He, you just about died. As far as he's concerned, he is dead. <laughs> I think it kind of just sunk in that he's like, I have to go and get a hold of my mother. You can't call people in D&D. <laughs> <laughs> I should let her know I'm okay. I, I, sh- I should, I should be off. I send her a letter. I yeah. know. Don't forget to put in... The wor- or, you know what? Don't put in any word that we had anything to do with this. Oh, I've been avoiding the Iron Serpents for some time. Why would I seek them out and tell them that you lot saved me? A wee man, large man, tiefling, so, and so a lady. Rather than, I don't know, giving you a loan for this stuff, why don't we just get rid of the serpents and remove the need for protection altogether? Is that is that a thing? Uh, you want to take out the whole syndicate? Maybe. We're just four children. <laughs> I'm scared. Oh, the entire... I'm scared. Yeah. How, how, how bad could it be? It's, it's, it's not that big of a deal. I mean, is this is it that one guy? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even if it was, I'd say a no, hard no to that. No, they're they a whole operation in Waterdeep. Any dark southerly business, anything that needs to be done in the the dank shadows of the wee hours of the morning, you you hire the Iron Serpent Gang. Well, Shadows is my middle name. Do the Iron Serpent hang out at the Smuggler's Boot? Uh, sometimes, yeah, but, you know, the ins and outsies, you gotta look for that tattoo, because they're not brandishing around, right? Where is it again? It's on their left forearm. You you guys aren't seriously considering going to the smuggler's boot tonight, are we? No, 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 no. no. Let's, let's go to the zoo. I want to go to the zoo, I want to see something. And maybe the boot, after. Mm. Yeah, let's do it. Let's so, just go to the zoo. So where are you guys heading? 
I think we'll do a drive by of the zoo. Okay. Do we have a? Do we know where this um, terrorist guy? Can we ask him before we go, like where he operates out of? Uh, yeah. I'm just right beside the the mermaid's arms. Oh, right yeah. beside. Oh, just, Jesus. just, just around the corner. There's a, there's an alley, and there's um a smithy on the corner, and I'm just right behind the smithy in the upper part of the the building. Yeah, that's where he. Were you asking where the terror, like the iron serpents, hang out, or no, where no, no, he, where he, tool? Yeah, where he operates. Oh, okay, out of, just I see. If we wanted to talk to him again, yeah, mm-hmm. cool. It's called Autumn Eaves. <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> Should we take an intermission? If you think this is a good spot, yeah, I think cool. It is. Yep. Sure. Three quarters right. of the way done. Uh, I need to pee. Part one finished of It's a Zoo in Here. It's a Zoo in Here. We'll see you guys next week.